Hello, everybody. This is the Script Mistress Podcast, and I am your host, Amber Bosworth, the Script Mistress, and I'm so excited to have you here on our second episode. We're moving right along. That's great. Uh, This is going to be scene two. We're going to talk about the log line, your script's calling card. This is a very good episode. I'm really excited to bring this to you. I hear um, from a lot of people that this is very helpful, especially if you're just starting out. If you're just listening to this on um, Apple iTunes or Spotify, that's great. You can watch the video if you want to see my face. That's totally fine. You can find the video and the show notes all on www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash scene two, the number two, not the uh, spelled out letter two. And I have a freebie on there that I created just for this episode. And also moving forward, I made an awesome logline, free logline cheat sheet. You can download it from my homepage at www.thescriptmistress.com, or you can go to that forward slash scene two, and it's there as well. And it'll kind of really reinforce everything that I'm talking about on this episode, kind of just go through a a nice plug and play formula. That's not exactly something you should get used to, but it's a really great tool um, for you just starting out to get really comfortable using log lines as we go through this episode. So now I've collected this data from different websites and books. I've just kind of just taken everything I've learned and kind of jumbled it in. I have a couple of resources at the end if you want to go take a look at them. Um, but this is my experience with using log lines, and this it just really reiterate why they are so important, like really important. You know, the log line is truly an art form of its own. It's something that I didn't even know about um, when I first started out. I mean, I started writing scripts at 19 and for about 10 years, just writing scripts on Word, <laughs> Word document and just having fun. And then when I went to get my master's degree in creative writing and just really learned the art form for a log line and realized how it kind of was like this missing tool that really helped moving forward, especially with my script and everything. So I'm really excited to help that with you guys. All right, so here we go, moving forward. So it's the one, now it's a one or two sentence summary of your film that not only conveys your premise, but also gives the reader emotional insight into the story as a whole. Now, long line, log lines, <clears throat> excuse me, were used in the early days of Hollywood so producers could read a short explanation of the script, allowing them to skip over uninteresting screenplays without even pulling them out from the shelf. I, I do believe I like read somewhere that they actually wrote out because the one or two lines, they had it on the spine of the screenplay. So that they could just go down like, does that sound good? Does that sound good? Does that sound good? So it's really important. Uh, Log lines. I mean, we don't use them anymore um, on scripts as much. It's more something we keep in our head. But it's still an art form that you definitely don't want to lose or let that kind of fall behind. You know, um, they effectively serve the exact same purpose to efficiently represent the story and get the potential reader interested. That is so important. So very important. Well, it's critical to have a good log line so that you can concisely explain your film on paper. It it works just as well verbally. So if you're able, like I would even say every in my challenge, my ink to screen challenge, I, I give the read or my challengers a prompt and they have to write, write five pages in five days, but I also want a log line. 
And I really try to reiterate like how important that is. So when I give feedback, I also give feedback on the log line because even in five pages, if you can't come up with a clear, concise log line um, for something to pitching to somebody else or telling me about your story in one or two sentences, then I really want to, to help the writers um, figure that out. And it's also something that kind of shows that maybe there's something missing in your script that needs to be there. It's a, it's really just kind of a quick glance. Now, if you've ever tried to explain your, your entire feature film to someone in one sentence, you've surely found that it can be quite challenging. After all, it simply isn't possible to convey every last detail of a 110-page script in a sentence or two. And unfortunately, when dealing with anyone that can really do something for your film, like producers, directors, um, other writers, if you want to collaborate, anything like that, all you might have is a sentence or two worth of time to get your idea across. So you want to make it as clear, as concise, and as you know grabbing as possible. If you're not ever going to get them to read your script, you have to be able to produce this logline and have it at the ready. Like your, um, they always say you want to try to have at least a couple of scripts under your belt so you can just bust out those loglines, even if you only have a ten-page script or not you still have a logline, something that you can build from, something that's come out of your head onto the paper. Having that logline is so important. Now, that's okay um, because, though, because you don't need to give away the entire story. In fact, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's very important. The goal is to sell the idea of the script rather than the story itself. And the most effective way to do this is with a strong logline. So you're, you're really... Because sometimes we can have difficulty within the script, but if you have a sound idea and maybe everything inside your script isn't the best, like the logline itself is just an idea and can really sell the story in and of itself, even if they're not going to take the time to read it all. So that's, it's very important. Now, while the logline can serve you well, both in written form and verbal form by getting the attention of producers, readers, agents, and anyone else you may want to interest, you also need to take into account the benefit a strong logline has on yourself as a writer. Oh, I can't stress this enough. Even if you don't have any anybody like you're selling this to, I think it's so important as a writer um, to really lock those loglines down. Now, uh, screenwriting guru Blake Snyder you know, has often referred to the logline as the DNA of your film, and I absolutely agree. I mean, if you have a perfectly constructed logline that genuinely taps into the essence of what your film is all about, then its meaning should resonate on every page of your script. If you're ever stuck writing a scene, you can always look at the logline and it will push you in the right direction. It helps you to maintain focus on what the core of the story is really about. And ultimately, your final screenplay should be a detailed extrapolation of it. I find that sometimes when I'm having a difficulty in a script... And sometimes I write the logline first, like it hits me, like this is a great logline, and then I flesh more of it out. But I just write the logline down, and I put it on a sticky note, and I put it on my computer so that I can see it. So it's like, are, are these pointing in the right direction? Or maybe I need to update my logline to reflect some of those changes. So it's it's something that your story and your logline should like have a conversation with each other. They should agree with each other. And if not, by the end, they definitely need to. So we know the logline is just as important as a creative tool as it is as a vehicle to spark the interest of others. But what's a good logline? 
What's the proper formula? Well, there are dozens, oh God, if not hundreds of valid formulas and options when it comes to construction, constructing your log line, but there are certainly techniques that work better than others. Now, I've personally tried quite a few number of techniques and approaches myself and ultimately found the one that kind of really helped um, clear it all up. And that's what I provide in my free log line cheat sheet is this formula that I use. And I'm kind of going to go here and I'll break it down a little bit for you um, and kind of just really go into the key components that make a log line strong and the goal as far as your final structure is concerned. So let's quickly look at the most important components of a log line. You know, ultimately, you need to get across the following your protagonist. Now here, just a disclaimer, don't use their names. Don't. Because why are you telling their names? Who cares if their name is Amber or Amy or or Justin or Joseph? They don't care. Just description, an adjective. You know, for example, an alcoholic surgeon. Yes. Um, when I used a, a wily, a, a pickpocketing a street urchin. So, I mean, just a cup, like one or two descriptive words for your protagonist or for, for, you just don't want to use names, <laughs> no names, because it doesn't really make any difference unless you're writing a biopic about Elvis, you know, it's Elvis. You, you People want to know that you're writing about Elvis or you're writing about somebody famous. So if, if and that's the case, then definitely use you know, the name. But other than that, really don't use the name. Now, the goal of the protagonist, uh, this is usually in line with your second act turning point. Uh, for example, an alcoholic surgeon must fight for his job. And you want the antagonist, the obstacle of the antagonist, or the obstacle. An alcoholic surgeon must fight for his job after a disgruntled patient accuses him of malpractice. So it doesn't have to be a person. I mean, I'll go over later. We can talk about all the things that can consider antagonists, you know, man versus nature, man versus man, um, man versus himself, like inner demon. So it doesn't have to be a physical person, like a villain or anything like that, but you still want to kind of put that driving force in it. We also need to recognize that these components fit into the structure. Like I said, there are numerous formats you can use, and you should always adjust this to suit your particular story. But this formula is a great starting point. So I have it on my cheat sheet. So go, go to the website, download this cheat sheet to really, really help you. Uh, totally free. You don't have to pay for anything. Um, www.thescriptmistress.com right on the homepage or forward slash scene two right in there as well. So the formula, you want the protagonist in your setting has, did, was, your problem caused by the antagonist and conflict as they, he, she can, what? Their goal. What is their goal? You know, the method itself is extremely simple. You ask four questions about the story of your film, starting from the end and working your way to the beginning. It should also be noted that when using this formula, you generally don't want to give away the third act, but rather tease the third act with points from the first and second. Like really tease like what they have to do to 
to move the, the action forward to get to their goal, but don't reveal whether or not they get their goal or what they have to overcome to get there. That's really important too. You don't want to give away the whole thing right away. Um, when I came across this method or uh, where I say they use the example of back to the future. So I'm going to reference that here. So here are the questions that were asked and their subsequent answers. So how can Marty come back from the past? He has to reunite his parents. Why did he have to reunite his parents? Because he has changed the past, which drove them apart. And why did he change the past? Because he accidentally distracted his mother from noticing and falling in love with his father. Why did he find himself in the past? To save his skin using the invention of a crazy scientist. <laughs> so these are really great. So now we have the answers. So let's see how we can kind of construct that and put that into a log line. So kind of uh, construct a rudimentary outline of what will eventually become your long line. So this is kind of the long one. A young man, to save his skin, hides in the past thanks to the invention of a crazy scientist. He meets his future parents and accidentally distracts his mother from noticing and falling in love with his father. So he is forced to bring them together or he will cease to exist. Whew, that's a long one. I wouldn't even, I mean, that sounds good, but I wouldn't enjoy that. So we need to try to maybe get it down to one sentence, maybe two. So um, make it a little less clunky and more focused. So let's something like a young man is transported to the past where he must reunite his parents before he and his future are no more. There you go. That's one line. One line, and it does break it, like, down very nicely. So we have the who, what, when, why, and how, you know, will always force us to explain the most important parts of the story, which is why this method works really well. It, it's not an exact science, and it's, of course, still up to you to decide, to decide which questions are most important to ask of your script. You know, I find that as long as you ask questions related to the turning points in your script, you'll be fine. Like the, um, the first act, like what, what springs them forward or what's the turning point? What's the climax? What are the certain elements in your script that really drive it forward? And maybe that can really help you as well. For instance, you know, your first question should be pertinent to the third act break. And the final question might relate to your opening image or catalyst moment. Following these rules, you know, will put you in the best possible position to understand the fundamentals, fundamentals <laughs> of your screenplay. You know, and finally, I will reiterate that the purpose of writing your logline isn't to sell your story. It's to sell the idea of your story. You want just enough information to get the wheels spinning in the mind of your reader and get them ready for more. You know, and once again, you know, the log line is just as much for you as it is for your reader. If you have a weak, unfocused log line before you even write your script, you know, chances are your script isn't going to turn out very well. I hate to say it. It's the seed of your idea, and it needs to be as focused as possible to allow your story to have the best possible possible starting point. Now, I got this great article. I got a lot of this from a great article on IndieWire.com, how to write the perfect logline and why it's as 
important as your screenplay. I'll add a link to that in the show notes. Um, if you go to the www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash scene two, if you want to get there. And again, I've created a free cheat sheet for all of the listeners out there. Everybody, I'm going to be spreading it far and wide so everybody can get help. And the fillable, I did create a fillable PDF. Again, this is not something to use as a crutch. It's definitely used as a tool if you're struggling, if you're having a hard time locking down. This can just kind of give you some ideas. I think it's really cool. And if you have an idea and you haven't written anything yet, I suggest you use this, um, the cheat sheet, and kind of just kind of fill it in. And that can be kind of a mini outline. I think it, it, it's really helped me. I, I use it all the time. <laughs> I actually really do, especially doing um, competitions or challenges where you have a limited amount of time to write a story um, based on certain prompts. If, if you have that prompt, you can kind of just stick it in there. So again, that's www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash scene two. Now, <clears throat> What I've been finding as I go through more scripts, um, especially with my writers for the Ink to Screen uh, Ink to Screen Screenwriting Challenge, is I'm finding that some writers are having a hard time distinguishing between a tagline and a logline. So I want to add a little bit of help on that um, as we go because a tagline is also a one, mostly a one sentence that sums up your script, but there's a different methodology with it and you want to be very careful. So again, reiterate, what's a logline? A logline is a one or two sentences that portrays your story in a manner that is entertaining and informative, while a tagline is a catchy phrase that sells the film. Never should the two meet in a pitch. So it is very important to know the difference. When you are selling the idea of your script, it, I mean, it's kind of fun to have the, the, the tagline as a short, like, cool, like, this is a cool idea. But your logline is your professional, like, informative, has an emotional attachment to your script, really lays things out where a tagline is just something, hey, this is awesome. You should come see the movie. That's what your ta your tagline is going to do. So a logline is a movie's concept boiled down to the one or two sentences. Uh, for example, on his deathbed, a father tells the story of his life the way he remembers it, full of wild and possible exaggerations. His grown son tries to separate the truth from the fantasy before it's too late. Hmm. What logline was that? Now, if you're listening, if you go to my Facebook page, The Script Mistress um, on Facebook, and you can tell me what logline this belonged to, or if you email me, amber at thescriptmistress.com, I will give you $2 off the next Ink to Screen um, Screenwriting Challenge, which, start, which starts in October. If you, again, that logline on his deathbed, a father tells the story of his life the way he remembers it, full of wild, impossible exaggerations. His grown son tries to separate the truth from the fantasy before it's too late. Hmm. And then the tagline from this same movie is a short, clever one-off found on a poster. If you're going to put it on the poster, then it's probably a tagline. <clears throat> Excuse me. An adventure as big as life itself. That's from the same movie. So he doesn't really give anything, but it, it, it is a nice little marketing tool. 
So a logline can be thought of as the shortest possible pitch of a movie, what a writer could use to sell an idea to a buyer in just a sentence or two. Taglines are used by marketing departments to sell movies to audiences. You really got to know the difference. So some examples of loglines. Titanic. I got to throw it in here. I love Titanic. <laughs> got to throw it in there. Uh, the logline for Titanic. Two star-crossed lovers fall in love on the maiden voyage of the Titanic and struggle to survive as the doomed ship sinks into the Atlantic Ocean. The Matrix. A computer hacker learns from mysterious rebels about the true nature of his reality and his role in the war against its controllers. There you go. You have the two log lines. And I think I actually have the... Um, the taglines for both of those movies, it's really good to kind of see the difference. So we heard the logline. So the, um, the tagline, the matrix, the tagline, reality is a thing of the past. There's the tagline for the matrix and Titanic, the tagline, nothing on earth could come between them collide with destiny. See, I mean, it just kind of reveals a little bit, but you got to see the difference there. So a huge difference. Now, what is a tagline? So we're kind of going deeper. Tagline is a short, noteworthy text that briefly and clearly expresses a brand message. This short and memorable text is used to value a brand or its products. Taglines are often used in marketing campaigns to communicate and promote a brand and its products. The use of a tagline allows attracting the attention of the customers in a brief time. Hence, customers are able to build up a positive association with the brand. For example, the tagline of the world-famous shopping mode Adidas sports brand is impossible is nothing. And it demonstrates that is is being sold. Similarly, it communicates the product to the customer very clearly. You know, sometimes taglines do... Sometimes taglines do not convey the brand or its products directly. Instead, they use phrases with emotional aspects. They try to address customers at an emotional level, and the taglines are created accordingly. Some companies use taglines without mentioning their brand name, but they simply express what they want to say using the tagline. Different companies use different approaches. You know, once a tagline is created by a company, it can be used in promotional campaigns, um, as well as in print media, TV, radio, and promotional events. So something you really want to have resonate, res, I say that right? Resonate? <laughs> no, probably not. Resonate <laughs> um, with whoever is going to see your film. So I really don't want to have you worry more about taglines until a little bit later, until your script is completely finalized and you're ready to really um, sell it. <clears throat> I want you to focus on taglines, especially just starting out. Um, and before you kind of go out and sell your script, you really want to focus on that logline. You know, both logline and tagline are short texts that attract the attention of the target audience. They could be a simple one sentence. So that's how they're similar. The difference is that a logline refers to a short statement that gives the summary of a screenplay, while a tagline is a short text that expresses a brand message and content. A logline contains a summary of a screenplay, whereas a tagline contains a brand message of a product or service. So it can also, like a tagline um, for your screenplay, can really convey the message. And, and I'll kind of just throw out a couple of um, examples a little bit later. A logline focuses on 
producers, actors, directors, viewers, reviewers, and spectators, while tagline focuses on clients and customers. So it's really focusing on your consumer, the one who's going to come and see your film, where the logline, you're really going to focus on the creative minds creating your film to really spark that creativity and the structure. Although a logline has a set structure with components, like you want to, again, the protagonist, the goal of the protagonist, the conflict, a tagline does not have a specific structure. structure. It's very just um, clear cut. Of types, you know, taglines have different types as descriptive, imperative, provocative, specific, and superlative, whereas logline does not have different types. A logline is just a logline. Both logline and taglines are short texts that attract the attention of the target audience. The main difference between them is that a logline is a screenplay's concept written down in one or two sentences, whereas a tagline is a short text that introduces the brand message of a product or service. So here are some more examples. So I have men in black, tagline, protecting the earth from the scum of the universe. That goes on a poster. The logline. While investigating a series of unregistered close encounters, the MIB agents uncover the deadly plot of an intergalactic terrorist who is on a mission to assassinate two ambassadors from opposing galaxies currently in residence in New York City. Okay, see the difference there? Now, Terminator. This was fun. <laughs> Terminator. Tagline. I'll be back. <laughs> or the thing that won't die and the nightmare that won't end. Your future is in its hands. So again, something you kind of stick, but it kind of, it teases. It like, it really teases. It takes one little aspect of the film and puts it up there where the logline, a human soldier, is sent from 2029 to 1984 to stop an almost indestructible cyborg killing machine sent from the same year, which has been programmed to execute a young woman whose unborn son is the key to humanity's future salvation. And I love that one because that's so great because, I mean, it really displays all the things that we have in there. We have the protagonist, a human soldier. We have the um, the conflict, the cyborg killing machine. We have the goal. His goal is to save the young woman. And what's kind of standing in the way is that she has the unborn son and that's why they're targeting her. But it doesn't give away the ending. We don't know if the human soldier was able to save the woman from the cyborg. Um, it leaves that open. But I... It makes you want to see. You want to see how that ends. The movie Big. Um, What would happen if you were a young boy tired of being small who wanted to be big and your wish came true? Question mark. Tagline. Now, here's a little tip. If you have a question in your logline, it's not a logline. It is a tagline. No questions. There, you should not make a question. You need to tease the ending. You don't need the the question to continue watching is implied. No questions in your log lines. Tagline, great. If you just want to kind of put it up there, but no, no questions in your in your um in your log line because then producer, okay, well then what happens? They're gonna want to know, and you're gonna have to be ready for that really succinctly and very clearly. I'm sorry, tangent there. So big, the logline. We heard the tagline, but the logline. After making a wish at a fortune teller machine, a young boy becomes a grown man overnight and must cope with finding a place to live, finding a job, and adult relationships with only the help of his 10-year-old friend. 
That's great. And there's no question. Like we realize his goal is to find and live as an adult. And this is more like he has to deal with his own inner conflict as he's dealing. He's a 10 year old trying to be a grown up. That's his inner demon. Now, so that was it. Those are the taglines and the log lines. So again, I know I've been uh, harping, but yes, get that uh, free log line cheat sheet. Totally free for you guys. This www.thescriptmistress.com. And you can go to the podcast page at the forward slash scene two. And I'm really excited. The next Ink to Screen Screenwriting Challenge is now open for registration for October. And I'm really excited uh, to share that prompt. I'm really happy. I know October got a little uh, surprise. I know uh, we kind of stick to like horror stories, but we don't have to. But that's going to be a really great thing. And winners from the previous challenge, so from the September challenge, the winners will be announced on October 17th, and all feedback will go out on the 18th, and then the new challenge starts on the 19th. Plenty of time. You got five days to write five pages, so it'll definitely be done way before Halloween. You know, it's just, I'm so excited for October, so you don't want to miss this one. You can check it all out on the main page, the uh, www.thescriptmistress.com forward slash ink to screen. And that is the number two. Thank you so much for listening and or watching if you're watching this. You know, I truly value any feedback. If you have an idea for a podcast, if there's something you're really struggling with and you feel that this is really helpful and I can dig further into it and make a podcast because you know what? If you as a writer are struggling with it, there's so many other people that are probably struggling with it as well. I'm really excited for October. The podcast, we're kind of going to have a horror movie. I'm going to break the months up into genres, and we're going to kind of have a good genre um, look. And, of course, October horror. So we're going to have fun with the horror genre, maybe the villain. And I have a couple of interviews coming up. I'm really excited about that, some um, past writers. Um, So you can email me always at amber at thescriptmistress.com for any feedback. Um, Like and follow this show wherever you are listening, Apple Podcasts or um, Spotify. Just like, subscribe so you can just stay up to date because I might throw a couple extra ones out there from time to time. You know, talk soon. And until then, happy writing, everyone. Bye.